Ladies and gents, howdy doody. Never fucking said that in my life. And welcome to episode 31 of the Moyes Podcast. Apologies for all of you that were waiting for this episode last week, just with scheduling demands and the craziness of coaching a lot of people at the same time just life ran away from me and so at that particular point something had to give and not to mention I suppose I found myself in a situation where it was important for me to reflect on uh, certain goings on in my life and certain things I was dealing with at the time and that doesn't always mean putting I suppose a podcast at my priority I'm one of those people which I don't feel comfortable telling people what to do or at least coaching people if I don't have my shit together I feel like a fraud you know I feel like who am I to tell you what to do or advise what you should do when I'm not doing it myself you know so I don't like being a hypocrite so I chose not to be one so wasn't in the right headspace and to be fair like I said scheduling demands just meant that there was no podcast but anyway I've just wasted a minute of your life telling you why there was no podcast but here we are you have a podcast and this is actually a two-parter as I sit here on a Wednesday evening, I'm recording this episode and I'm going straight into to the second episode. So you guys are getting two episodes this week to make up for the fact that I wasn't around in your ears last week. So we're going to do another two-parter. This first episode is all about results, whereas next episode, episode 32, is going to be all about recovery and reflection. So stay tuned for that one. Almost polarizing podcast, two ends of the spectrum, if you uh, if you will. But in this particular one, we're going to talk about being particularly results focused, which, you know, we're sat end of October right now. But then let's face it, everybody in January is going to be very results focused. And let's not beat around the bush. When people start any kind of diets or any kind of programs, they are very results focused. You know, you've probably seen the results your friends have got or colleagues have got or some random person on social media has got and you've gone, I want those results too. And so the initial driving force, the initial will to do the program, you know, to sign up, whatever is, of course, results focused. So it's not that it's a bad thing, but from experience, over 10 years worth of experience, when you dig deeper into why someone is doing something being results focused can have a negative impact on what you're actually trying to achieve. And we've spoken in previous podcasts about your why and why it's so important that you have this intrinsic motivator, which is more than just I want to look great naked or want to look great in a bikini, etc. There's got to be something which is truly driving you, which is, you know, it means more than something, something superficial. But the problem with being results focused is results are actually remarkably easy to achieve. And this is why people need to look a little bit deeper when they see the before and afters, when they see the transformation that someone's achieved. I get a lot of people on the programs that I run who have friends that are doing Slimming World, Weight Watchers, dare I say Herbalife, and they look at the results that they're getting with the approach that we are going through and working through and they look at the very fast weight loss their friends had in the space of week one where she's dropped a stone in the space of a week and they can't help but sit there and go oh I wish I was doing that because all they focus on is the result they focus on that number not truly recognizing the difference between what they've achieved and what their friend has achieved is 
poles apart when it comes to actually the sustainability, the enjoyment, and the health of it all. Because when you are results-focused, people tend to really not think about the mental health aspects. In fact, a lot of people don't actually tend to think about the physical health aspects. They focus so much on just get me there, I don't fucking care how, that they lose sight of the fact that the how is actually the most important part. Not just in actually achieving your goal in the first place, if you're the kind of person that struggles to stick to programs or stick to things, but also from a health perspective, from a sustainability perspective, you know, are you actually going to get there in the first place? Are you going to get there in one piece? And then if you get there, are you going to stay there? Because it's all very well and good getting the journey done. But if it's impossible to know how the fuck you keep the results, then guess what? You're going to do what most people do. You're going to spend the next couple of months, weeks even, putting the weight back on. And then you're going to do that journey again. Which brings us quite nicely back to the sunk cost fallacy podcast that we did. But we're not going back in time. We're going forward in time. So results focused. In some ways, the first part of it, you could focus on saving for something like saving for a mortgage. You make sacrifices. And depending on how fast you want to save depends on the sacrifices you want to make. You and your other half, for example, you might want to save £1,000 a month or £500 a month. So you cut back. You don't have things like takeaways and, you know, you try to just limit your expenditures. Or you'll get some people which are absolutely desperate and want to get there as soon as possible. So they will absolutely dramatically impact their lives. They will sell their car. They will sell almost everything that they own. They will massively deprive themselves. They'll live off of uh, the Tesco value aisle, you know, on the absolute bare minimum to get the most amount of their income saved every single month so that they can get to their goal the fastest. Which route is the correct one? Which route is the right one? Should you be pacing yourself, not impacting your life too much? Or should you be going balls to the wall and just get me there? Well, I don't necessarily believe that there is one right and one wrong. I do believe it depends on your circumstance and what the goal is and what the situation arises. But from my experience, I would say that more often than not, when people are selling their cars, when people are absolutely fucking their lives over to achieve a result, they're actually better off going at a little bit of a, not gentler pace, because not speed doesn't always come into it. They're better off not impacting their lives too much. Because let's look at a mortgage as a great example. Why do you want a mortgage? Well, nobody really wants a mortgage, but someone wants to buy a house. Let's look behind that. Why do you want to buy a house? Well, we, you know, we want to build our nest egg. We want to start a family. Why do you want to start a family? Well, because we love each other. We want to create our own little human and we want to be parents. We want to bring some good into the world, you know? So then when you go one step further back, it's then a quality of life. You know, it will add to our relationship it'll add to our lives, etc. said no parent ever. <laughs> Anyways, but what I mean is when you actually look at the reason that people are saving to buy a house, it's because of, once again, that sentence I say quite a bit on these podcasts, quality of life. So what you're doing by selling all of the things that you love, selling that car that you've spent ages doing up, you know, selling all of those things that you absolutely adore, the clothes you adore, etc., is it's all well and good getting the house. 
but you have no longer have a life to live in it. You've absolutely torn your life apart. So you're starting from the word go again. And in the process of doing that, you've put your relationship under a massive amount of strain simply to get this house. Now, some people can do that. Some couples can quite happily save like motherfuckers and find themselves in a position where they're all good and they can you know together they can work things through and they can save all that money they can massively detriment themselves and then they can build from there but most people will struggle most people need to still have quality of life in the process they still need to enjoy the odd meal out the odd takeaway they still need to enjoy day to day tinkering with their car etc and doing the things they want to do and spin both plates and like I said, from the majority of people I've coached over these years, the thing that I've learned the most is that most people need to need a certain amount of having their cake and eat it. No matter how fast they want to get to their goal, they still want to fucking live. They still want a quality of life. And that's what they're doing it for at the end of the day. So for most people, completely fucking themselves over just to get to that house, just to save that money, just to achieve that result is only is only detrimenting the result basically it's only putting them in a position where they're more likely for things to fail now how many people work their asses off to save to get to a house and then find themselves in a position where the relationship or the marriage fails so a lot of the times the mindset is oh we'll just worry about it later People go into diets, they go into these massively unsustainable, extremely aggressive approaches and they go, it's fine, you know what, I'll just, I'll worry about it later, you know, it's all good, we'll uh, we'll figure it out when we get there, let's just get there. So they jump on a diet, massively deprive themselves, completely overhaul their existence and completely driven, a lot of people fall off the wagon by this point, but the ruthlessly disciplined amongst them stick at it completely ruin their lives, have no social lives, don't get to do anything they want, have massive health issues, uh, amenorrhea, which I've touched on a few, few times, which is when you girls don't have a menstrual cycle anymore. And they completely screw themselves over just to get to the result. And they spend maybe a week or two enjoying that result, enjoying the compliments that come with it, enjoying the feeling of, I did it. But they have no concept of how they can sustain it. No concept of how they stay there because they've absolutely taken their life so far away from what they like, how they want to live it. They have no quality of life that with every step of regaining quality of life, it's extreme. It's the other end of the spectrum. You know, they're going absolutely ham on the takeaways because they've not had one in months. They're going absolutely crazy on the socials because they've not been able to enjoy one in months. They've not gone to the gym in weeks because all they did was live in the gym and they're fucking sick of it. And so they bounce to the other end of the spectrum, the weight goes back on, and the whole vicious cycle starts again. Oh, I need to start that diet again. The thing is, people don't tend to look at why did you need results in the first place. Instead of being so results-focused, they need to focus on why did you find yourself in a position where you needed to get results in the first place. In layman's terms, why did you find yourself in a position where you were overweight, carrying too much body fat in the first place? What led you there? That then leads you down the road of looking at your habits, looking at your relationship with food, your relationship with movement, and the imbalance between those things, which has then led to a calorie surplus, 
over time, which has of course led to excess body fat. So then you need to pinpoint where did it go wrong? You need to look at your life. You need to look at the way that you're living it and isolate moments where, oh, you know, I, I was really good in my 20s or I was really good in my 30s. So, or I was, you know, I was always good and really sporty as a kid. And then you find out that actually it was because you were so driven sporty as a kid that you just can't stand to be that way as an adult because the gloves are off. You're not under the shackles of your parents anymore. And so there's not this pressure and you didn't actually thrive well under that, that pressure. You were living someone else's dream, if you will. Or, you know, you uh, you left school. Suddenly you got a driver's license. You got some freedom. You were never allowed a McDonald's. You were never allowed fast food. And suddenly, the again, the, the, the handcuffs were off. You were then able to go to McDonald's. You would go to fast food whenever the fuck you wanted to. And so the body weight, the fat went on. Purely because of that deprivation. So it's important that you take time to review. You take time to reflect, which we're going to touch on more in the next podcast. But you take the time to look at what has led you here because the secrets to your future lie in the past. The secrets as to why you've put on the weight lie back there. And if you are only ever results focused, then I promise you, you will only ever get results. You will never keep that result. You will have this yo-yo dieting mentality. Your life will just be one long deficit surplus, deficit surplus, back and forth as you either bounce around loads of individual diets or you just keep repeating the same one, losing the same 20 or 30 pounds over and over and over again until you realize that the fucking problem was the fact that you were doing that in the first place, that you were so adamant, so driven to get results, so good at when I'm on it, I'm on it and fuck me. You'll be amazed how many times I've heard that in a consultation. So many times people go, oh, I'm all good. You know, when I'm focused, I am on it. People being black and white, like, oh my God, when I'm, when, you know, when my head's in place, when, you know, nothing can stop me. But then I switch over to the other thing and just, you know, I just, I completely lose control. Most people, most people struggle with the gray area. And so their mindset is, oh my God, when I'm focused, I can do it. You know, I can do anything. And that's brilliant. But that's an unharnessed mentality. Most people, when the fucking chips are down, we can we can apply ourselves in whatever way we actually need to. If I think back to raising the triplets, you know, we were up all night, every night, and I still had to go to work, and I still had to, you know, go to my other work, and, you know, you still had to exist, you still had to go about things and just run your day, etc., because when you have no choice, you do get on with it. And some people can enter that particular mode in their brain of, I'm getting on with it. And you could be on it like a motherfucker. The amount of times people start their programs, I give them a calorie target, I give them an exercise target and an activity target, and they way overachieve on their steps, they way overachieve on their exercise, and then they massively undereat on their calories because they think more equals more. The less calories I eat, brilliant. The more exercise I do, brilliant. The more steps I do, brilliant. Not realizing that it's actually the control of being disciplined to adhere to targets, which is where the secret lies. Why the fuck would I set a target if I would just say to you, do me a favor, just here's a target, but you're welcome to eat 50% of that if you want to. I'll get some women and I'll set them like 17, 1800 calories and they'll be like, whoa, that's way too many calories. I can't possibly eat that much. And so what do they do? They go into their first week or two weeks and they're averaging 1100 calories, 1200 calories because they're like, oh, I just, I don't need them. 
It's like, no, you think you don't need them because you're in the dieting mentality. You're in the results-driven mentality. You're in that headspace of more is more. And so if I massively under-eat, jobs are good and you're losing complete sight of the fact that there is more to fat loss and sustainable fat loss. There is more to your goal of wanting a better quality of life, which is what all people's fat loss journey ultimately leads back to, than just eating fuck all. Because if it was that simple, why would you need a coach? Why would you need a program? You could literally just go, right, cool, I'm going to get some results now. I'm going to eat fuck all. I'm going to do shitloads of exercise. High results, how are you? But the thing is, that's what people do even when being coached. They slip into this mindset, as I said, of just results focused. Just get me there as fast as fucking possible. Not realizing that the journey of getting there, what they learn about themselves, the issues they come across, the issues they face, the undulations of life and having to maneuver and manipulate things, having to manage their time having to manage their own minds, manage their stress, all of it. That's actually what the journey is all about because the journey then teaches you, hmm, that's not sustainable, so probably won't continue with that. And yep, that's a, uh, a part of my personality I didn't realize. So that's good to know that that's one of my weaknesses. And so as the journey goes on and fat loss happens and you adhere to the healthy, realistic targets that are set, your mind then shifts over to actually, yeah, now I'm starting to realize that this is a flaw that I've got and this is a weakness that I've got. And so you begin to learn about yourself. Following a program of just fucking stick to it, you know, of extreme extremism doesn't teach you anything about yourself to a point. You realize how much of a disciplined motherfucker you can be or not, as the case may be in some some instances. But at the end of the day, it's the journey which is what it's all about. Everyone that's results focused, obviously you want results. Everybody starts any program, even the people that are focused on the sustainability and focused on learning from the journey, they still want results. There's nothing wrong with wanting results. But what you have to realize that if all you are ever focused on is the result, then you will never actually keep it. You need to realize why you didn't have the result in the first place, what went wrong. You need to realize the elements of yourself, your life, your approach, which is detrimental to keeping the result. You need to realize that the elements of yourself and your life that you learn along the way are fundamental to securing that sustainability. And if you don't pay attention, if you don't make notes, if you don't learn lessons, basically, if you don't fuck up along the way, then congratulations, you're finding yourself right back in the same territory that you've always been in, which is diet, gain, repeat. Diet, gain, repeat. So the next time you're thinking about joining a diet, joining a program, joining something which fundamentally is unsustainable, start actually thinking about doing something different. Recognize that doing it for the fifth time isn't going to be the time it's not going to be, this is the one, this is the time where I'm going to make it stick. You know, I lost it before, but, you know, I had a baby afterwards or, you know, I lost it before, but this happens, you know, or yeah, I know I did it before, but, you know, maybe I didn't do it in the right way. I'm going to try a different approach this time. It's like, it's the same fucking approach. The program laid out in front of you to a point isn't the problem. 
The problem is the fact that your head is so obsessed with the result that you're forgetting it's actually about what happens afterwards. What happens about the journey you learn about yourself along the way and then how you apply that to life there afterwards. Because it ain't just about saving as much fucking money and not living any semblance of a life while you're saving for the house. It's about the life that you take into the house. It's about the reason you want the house in the first place. So don't lose sight of that. Folks, thank you for listening. 20-minute episode this time because why say more when nothing more needs to be said? Thank you so much for tuning in. Obviously, like I said, we're going to carry this over to episode two when we talk more about recovery and self-reflection. And like I said, the way that you guys can really help these podcasts out is to head over to Apple Podcasts, give it a review, and give it a rating. Makes a big, big difference with the exposure of the podcast and when you see the post pop up on um, Facebook, then please, by all means, make sure that you hit the share button so that we can show more people these podcasts. It's free information and it may very well be the information that stops people going down the same diet over and over again and just repeating the same behaviors because everyone likes to film Groundhog Day but nobody likes to live it. Folks, see you on episode 32. Toodles.